Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible ironic costs. Joining me today is Craig Scorgi. Hello. And Taylor Davis. Hello. And the movie we're talking about today is Leprechaun. And uh, just to let you know, this is my first time watching Leprechaun, uh, and I entered it under the false assumption that magic wishes featured promise prominently in the film, and and they did not. <laughs> so uh, I was surprised by that, but it's still I still had a fun time with it. Uh, what about you guys? I like this movie. Um, I saw it. I think I first heard of it when uh, I think in Wayne's World. There's a bit where uh, Garth is really scared of the Leprechaun in the Leprechaun movie, <laughs> and Wayne keeps like taunting him in the Leprechaun voice. And I was like, I got to see this movie, and I've watched it. Pretty much every like Halloween since. So this is your Halloween movie, even though I don't believe it takes place on Halloween. <laughs> no, it features a leprechaun, and it's not actually scary at all. But not really. No, <laughs> I yeah. I feel like when I was watching this, I was thinking to myself, this is probably a movie that was made on the dare of like, what's the least scary thing you can make a scary movie about? Yeah, and someone settled on leprechaun and then did this. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not even like a dark version of a leprechaun. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> but he but bites you, but he's, he's still kind of goofy. He's anyway. extremely goofy, but I, <laughs> but I like it. Have uh, you seen this before, Taylor? Was this I, your first time? I saw this when I was really young. Like I probably saw this when I was eight or nine. As I remember like the things that were popping into my head as I was watching it were all the stuff with the kid. And I'm assuming, oh, it's because I probably related with the child. Really? Uh, because like I know like... Uh, well, I just I I remember like the Lucky Charms joke, like him. Because that child's an asshole. <laughs> I know he's an asshole. I have a very big point against him for being an asshole, but I'll save that for later. Um, but he, no, just like the like the little the silly jokes I uh, popped in my head as soon as they were happening. I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like was uh, like the like Leprechaun eating the Lucky Charms, yeah, and spitting them out. I'm like. Yeah, a leprechaun doesn't like lucky. Jo- That's hilarious. That <laughs> so was a hilarious. huge joke, and I think the- you were the legally distinct lucky clover cereal. I noticed that. Yeah, and, and then yeah. and they the no shit Sherlock that line. I think that was the first time I had ever heard that phrase when I was a kid because I remember saying it a lot afterwards because of that. Because I thought it was and really so for funny. years you assumed it, it was other people quoting leprechaun. From, for their source of that line. Wait, it's not. That's not where that line comes from. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe. I don't see. I've wondered about this too, because that's that's the earliest reference I can find of that. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done the research, but I, I feel like that's. And I've thought about this, but I haven't researched it properly. I feel like Craig and I are right. I feel like this is the <laughs> first time it's ever been ever been mentioned on film. Maybe on film. I would say at least this is like a dad joke that was going around before someone finally caved and put it into a film. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of original dialogue in this movie anyway, so I would be surprised if they came up with that. Oh, yeah. No. Add on to that. Uh, my favorite thing for Jennifer Anderson was her first line, which I wrote down. Okay, it's, please. It's super exposition. She was like, here <laughs> I am in New Mexico with my father for the rest of the summer. <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh okay i know exactly who she is and what her, di- her deal is yeah, thank you right <laughs> which immediately confused me because i'm like that does not look like new mexico and then they had to correct that line of exposition because i think it was said they said north dakota and i was like okay whatever and yeah she's like either way it's not california and we're like, yeah okay, why I- have your first line of dialogue <laughs> be expositional and then still have a mistake in it just to confuse people i'm here somewhere that's not california <laughs> it's not california that's for sure 
Yeah, her character is definitely the most easily goaded person I've ever seen, too, where it's like, she doesn't like the house. She doesn't want to stay there. And then someone's like, what, you don't want to stay here because you're scared? And she's like, well, then I will. Um, yeah. And, and her defense, that tarantula is gigantic. That tarantula that she finds inside the house. She's like, there's spiders in here. I'm like, I'm like that's everyone a else is okay fear. with it. Oh, I think it's very reasonable for her not to want to stay there. I think it's less reasonable that it's because someone goes, what, are you scared? That she just changed her mind entirely. Like, it wasn't uh, a fear-based he, thing. Yeah, it was, uh, he was very attractive. Okay. And he was he very was. sexist to her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, well, Otherwise, like, none of this would have happened to her. That yeah, so, like, girls don't like houses like that. Head was like, oh, you're a scared girl? And she's like, I know. And she felt like she had to defend I believe herself. the line she says is, no. And listen, this is the 90s. Women are treated. <laughs> women are treated equal now. That yeah, is that, why. And I remember thinking well, as soon as I heard that, I was just like, "Oh wow, it was this the mindset in the '90s?" Because man, it was not there yet. Like, like Jesus. I remember that in a lot of '90s movies, people being like, "Excuse me, this is the '90s." Do you remember that Hulk Hogan movie? Which one? Uh, where the one he, where he's a nanny and then also no, no, a space no, alien. The space one, I think. I think he's like. He's like, you I think he's look. both. He's like, Isn't when he... he accidentally hits the guy's bike, I think it is. And the guy's like, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? And then uh, Hulk Hogan's like, yeah, you're going to punch my face in. He's like, no, <laughs> this is the 90s. I'm going to sue you. That was, <laughs> that was in the trailer. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, that's some good comedy. That's right there. <laughs> it is sad that the 90s thought they were so progressive. You can't just punch a <laughs> man anymore. <laughs> they had such a low bar for progressiveness, but they, they were still very proud of it. At least we know now that it, it's it's still shitty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're aware. What's the other line that he says that I was like, oh, God, this guy's kind of shitty. Nathan. Uh, Nathan goes, what he's like, uh, when, he, when he says, hey, you look really thin or you're looking a little skinny. Here, have some of my meatloaf. Then he like takes her shoe off without permission. Like he's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know how he got that shoe off so easily. Like also what he was eating looked disgusting. It looks horrifying. It looks like vomit. He's like, <laughs> it was just drenched in gravy. That is actually how truck stop food looks. <laughs> I don't know why you have to go to the truck stop. You don't have to, but I guess they did. And maybe, maybe in North Dakota, all they have are truck stops. <laughs> so Taylor, I'm very curious why you don't, don't think this kid's an asshole. I know I do. I, I don't think he's not. A, like, here's the thing. They're all kind of a weird a bunch. Ozzy and Alex and Nathan, that trio of painters and their painting company. He's like three. Like, technically, that's illegal. That child can't be working. Yeah, that's definitely child labor. I thought that through right away. I'm like, like he's like, and they don't clarify that he's like anyone's nephew or son or cousin or anything. He's just they have a kid. I don't, they're just they strike me as a trio from like a Disney show. Like a Disney like television show, and this is like, <laughs> this is like it goes horribly wrong. Like one of their antics or one of their like little uh, adventures. Uh, but the kid is like, what made him horrible? Like he was fine for me. He was just like a rebellious kid or like or a kid with attitude sort of thing. Uh, but when he, <laughs> but when he's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get money for that operation for you <laughs> to make you smart yeah. to Ozzy. And Ozzy's like, I I am smart. And then later on, he's talking to Jen, like uh, the the little kid Alex is talking to Jennifer Aniston, and be like, "No, I'm going to give him money to give him that operation." And it's like, "You can't fix him." <laughs> it's like, and he's like, "I know." And it's like, "Well, then why were you? He was like, why were you telling him that. he's stupid?" But he doesn't know that. But yeah, that like he'll know that when 
Or also there's that it's really twisted logic because either he didn't know already that he wasn't smart or he does know that he's not smart. And now he thinks he can get an operation, which is not true. Both are kind of shitty. Also, also there's two shitty things about the, what he said to his friend. Cause he was like, we now we'll have the money to get that operation. What operation to make you smart. I'm not smart. And he said, well, just, you know, so people don't make fun of you. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. people he's like, people make fun of me. <laughs> I was like, this is heartbreaking. Stop telling things to Ozzy. He was so blissful a moment before. Yeah, this is kind of blank for years. This ruined him. Oh, while we're talking about how the 90s are such a progressive time, uh, I want to start with, like, I know this is a film about a leprechaun, and we're going to say that there's some uh, offensive Irish stereotypes in it, but I think the family, the, the couple at the start, is more offensive than the leprechaun itself. Mm. In terms of Irish stereotyping, because he chugs the Jameson. He's well, yeah. He shows up drunk. He's wanting to get like his gold will set everything right. Even though when you do the math on it, that gold is just a couple thousand. Like it's not enough to like start I did blowing the math. it up. It's fifty thousand. It's about fifty thousand, which is a good chunk of money. Well, my math is way off, but it's not. Hire a limo for no reason and get a fancy suit and like tell your wife we don't have troubles anymore kind of money. There, I mean, like, I mean, well, they're at least they have an Irish accent, kind of. They I do. Mean, the leprechaun yeah. does and not. And the one from Ireland doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he says me instead of my a lot. And so he says I mean, lad I have... a lot and last, lad and last. Lad and um, but at the same time, like, I'm su- I have such an affection for Warwick Davis uh, because of Star Wars and then also because of Willow both of which I love. And so I was reading up on this. I know this was his first job since Willow. So Willow came out in like 1988 and this is 93. Uh, the same year as Jurassic Park. I just want to think of the, the technical abilities at this time. Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park is a special case. Let's not compare them directly. Well, I'm just 93 saying, was a great year for movies. Well, it's a, that's massive budget versus a million dollar budget. But like, so like, I know this was a big deal for him to get this movie, but like, what a movie to do and then to, to do four more of these after i feel like he was having fun he at least convinced me that he was having fun in this role because it's a lot of him just like scampering about murdering like people. pranking people but in a way that's almost murder yeah he's the only one having a good time in this movie yeah like he murders someone and then he just like pokes their head around and goes i got you now like there's the and also his his means of transport. <laughs> yes, we gotta talk about the fact that I think he starts with a tricycle. Yeah, then he upgrades to like a to like a the Shriner car type thing, like a little toy car. A toy car. Then he creates the one in the barn. Yeah, that's his like scavenger car, but that can apparently flip other cars. I laughed out loud when I saw that tiny car just then, roll the other thing away. And then, <laughs> and then at the end, the, he just trans transports everywhere. Well, yeah, but he could have done that the whole time. But, I mean, but he like, didn't have his powers back because he was missing his gold. Yeah, he didn't have his gold. No, he but he one transports point. into the safe, into the to the guy who has the right. gold shop. He's inside mm-hmm. his safe. So when he opens, he's like, ah, here I am. And he kills him. And I was like, oh, so he can transport. And why was he yeah, using the I, I feel like that was a close close proximity transportation. Yes, let's get the, yeah, we had to get to the bottom of those. Because he biked lore. there to the store. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I could see that. I believe that. And don't forget about his skateboard and his uh, rollerblade. Very and he, he does do some very 90s skitching at one point during the film. 
where he uh, is on a skateboard and, and riding behind a car yeah. to get places faster. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's the one with the rollerblades. And then he goes through a fence, which is a, hilarious. But he was yeah. just in a, he was just, he was, he's still like a, you know, a victim to physics where he's like, oh no, oh, like right into the fence. You know, another thing I really respect about him is that at no point does he try to hide what he is doing in the least. Like, it's not like he's stalking people and trying to pretend like, they're being it's not a leprechaun that's attacking them he's just you know please film over he's like i'm a leprechaun i'm going to kill some people (laughs) okay whatever i'm a leprechaun like a million times he's never trying to hide it he's never trying to pretend he's something else it's just like i'm a leprechaun i'm gonna kill you there is one throwaway line he does where he does say i sold my soul for that for that gold right it's really I believe so, yeah. But I think maybe in this world, and I hope at least in this world, that leprechauns are generally really nice. But he's a really shitty leprechaun in the sense that he sold his soul for the bag of gold and went evil. I read that as that's how leprechauns are made. Oh. <laughs> like he, sell, uh, he was a human at one point and probably like a shitty, greedy human. And he sold his soul for a pot of gold. And that transformed him. Now a soul is being corrupted over time into a leprechaun oh. that is forced forever to protect his gold wow. to keep Fixed his power here. Okay, wow. like, which is just Im- Im- implied lore, not explicit lore. But that's well, he, that's what I got. That out. does it does like uh, answer the one question though that fifty thousand dollars isn't worth much today. But five hundred no. years ago, when you're selling your soul, that'd be that'd be a good trade. That's not a bad trade for a soul. Yeah, I actually don't know much about the lore of uh, leprechauns or like what they're supposed to be. Anything about them, really? <laughs> well, I don't think oh. this this movie stays very close. <laughs> no, I, think I do not think what so. it was, and then made a movie about it. The Irish man at the start mentions like leprechaun. You know the the little folk. That is a reference to like Irish lore, little folks and fairies. Right. So leprechauns kind of fall under the larger umbrella of fairies and they do all sorts of tricksy stuff. But I think they're less like specifically de- defined in the lore than like, yeah, our lucky charms envisioned version, which is what this one is much more based on like an Americanized le- leprechaun than anything based on lore for sure. Oh, and at the end when the kid kills him and he's like, fuck you, lucky charms. So- is that what he said that? Yeah. I love that line. Yeah. Um, I was reading the trivia on IMDb before this. And they were saying that it's because Lucky Charms gave them the rights to use the actual Lucky Charms for that serial bit from before. But then uh, why wasn't it they, actual Lucky Charms? Well, then they saw the movie and were like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. You can't do this. And so they had to switch it and create their off brand and they changed the line, uh, which was originally, you just like, you ran out of luck to, to fuck you Lucky Charms. <laughs> That's what I read. I, I mean, I don't know how true it is. But that's well, what, what do, yeah, because what would Lucky Charms expect the movie to be like? <laughs> well, it depends on how they sold it, too. They're like, oh, we're doing a movie about a leprechaun. We'd love it to do a little bit. What cool is oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you could describe this movie in, in such a way that it's about a leprechaun. He's he's mischievous, and there's like a young kid, and her, and his kind of slow friend, and it, it ends up sounding like a Disney movie, like the way you describe it. <laughs> and they see it, look what happened. Because like, <laughs> there was a thing when I was watching, like you kind of like you you become like more used to like how he is, like he's very silly and wacky, and he's just nibbling on people. 
like and he's and he's yeah, driving yeah. his skateboard and the in the tricycle and all this stuff is very very silly and then you get to that scene where it's like an eye for an eye and he tears out an eyeball <laughs> yeah. and puts it in where his old eyeball used to be that like which is like it. one of the few quips that he says like every every time something happens they set it up like the leprechaun's about to say something clever but he's he always just says like the most basic thing yeah like, eye for an eye was like the the one line that was like yeah he needs to up his quip game for sure. Like he falls, he falls uh, through the the chimney, and then he comes out, and he's just like, "I'm not Santa Claus." <laughs> okay, like you could have come on. You could have come out and said "ho ho ho." Yeah, and it would have yeah. been better than just saying that because we all know you're not Santa. He's just making sure no one's confused. He's like, "Listen, I know I'm a magical creature, but I." I don't know if I've established this yet, but I'm a leprechaun. And I'm I a leprechaun. I need to say it. Santa Claus. I'm contractually obligated to make sure everyone is aware that I'm a leprechaun. Yeah. Most Can't be any ambiguity like here. Wasted opportunities like that. Because at the start, people did think, oh, it's a rat. It's a spider. No, <laughs> no, no. probably just getting so insulted <laughs> the whole time. No, I'm a leprechaun. That's my whole deal. Can I tell you the, the one line that, made me burst out laughing please leprechaun is chasing the kid and he's running by nathan like the guy with the shotgun he goes how's your leg and kicks him and he kicks him in the leg where the bear trap was <laughs> <laughs> and then he just and then nathan's like ah oh, then falls over but it's like it's such a throwaway joke because he's in the middle of chasing a child to kill the child he's like he's like oh how's your leg and it just kicks him. It's, it's such a like <laughs> cool but like but not even that like you know, horrifying of thing. It's just a dick thing to do. And it's yeah. so funny. That's the sort of the horror element to this is not that he is so threatening. Cause again, like the attacks he does on people are biting them, slashing them with his buckles, jumping on them with a pogo stick. Once they've already fallen over, like they're not like, Oh no, this is such a powerful creature. How will we ever stop it? It's more of just like, we keep shooting it and he just keeps coming back. Like That's he doesn't seem to care. Oh, and I, I love that his weakness is that he has to shine every single shoe that he sees. That was so fun. That was <laughs> That's actually, throwing like, shoes a fun thing about him. And, and I don't know if the other movies keep that. I'd be really surprised yeah. if they do. Oh, I hope so. I, yeah, I like to when they came home and they're like, someone trashed the house. A bear must have gotten in here. But there's a table full of shine shoes. <laughs> Like, I guess a bear also put all my shoes neatly on this table and shined them. I think the other movies are, uh, they're, they're very fun, but I think this movie was kind of like riding that line of like, is this a comedy? Is this supposed to be scary? We don't know. Like, I think after that, they're like, oh, this is clearly a comedy. And then they kind of leaned into that more. But I, I, I always love these movies where like half of it is like, let's try and make this actually good. But like, that's where I feel like that that eye for an eye scene came from. Like they were like, we need to make something scary. Let's rip out this guy's eye and slap it back into his head. Like that's yeah. ho- horrifying. It's definitely yeah, a creepy and cryptic. But then also there's things that you're like, I'm not sure if this was supposed to be scary or funny. Like there's the jump scare when uh, the old Irish man falls out of the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeds to have a conversation upside down. Wow. He's like, wow. and she's like, yeah. I'm going to help you. He's like, no, it's too no, late. It's too late. He's like, I, don't know me. I don't know if you noticed that during this scene, but so he falls from the roof of the elevator and he's all bloody and he's dangling. But when he dies, his head goes up. <laughs> like, you know, no, when people didn't. die and they're like, Ugh, and they fall down. Oh. He does that, but upside down. 
Did you oh, know God, that? I did not notice it. <laughs> it's very subtle, but it's like. <laughs> so he, he dies the wrong way, according well, to Graham. Well, I'm assuming or... they probably were filming him right side up. Yeah. Like making it look like he was upside down. Yeah, and then they but flipped the camera. She was in the scene, too. She was in the same frame. So one of them had to be. Right side up. Well, for well, the, the wide shot, I think it was, it was just a close up of him. So I think they maybe shot that right side up. Okay, so they did like the wide shots with her. He actually did hang from the ceiling, and then when they had long conversations, they didn't want to leave him there and kill an old man. So, <laughs> so they just had him pretend to be hanging upside down and filmed him while he was standing somewhere. But is uh, that what you're saying? I think so because it, it was like a single of him and the, the shot where he dies, but um. I know because I, I look for it every time. Every time I, <laughs> I definitely will the next time I see it. Oh, yeah, right. he, has the, he has the wheelchair, another small another wheelie vehicle, device, yeah. another vehicle that he uses in that one. I think he just hates running. Which they had to speed up so much because it's, it wouldn't be threatening at all to have someone chase you in a wheelchair at actual speed. Well, yeah. especially Warwick Davis. I don't think he would be able to to, to roll it that fast. And she's a, no. he's like a prime like like uh like adult like she's gonna do a full sprint at this point and yeah be able to fly through the hallway they do yeah they just speed it up on the camera and it looks so silly but again so fun it fits here i liked having the four-leaf clover as the weakness but it didn't quite make sense either because here's a, a part of this that really stood out to me is when they're like we need to go find a clover it's the only way we can stop them i'm sure there's one in this patch somewhere and they go through looking one by one. And I'm just thinking to myself, why don't you just grab the whole patch? Like, if there's one in there, it'll work. Yeah. But, like... You'll find out real quick. It's not like the other ones are going to stop it from working. Just throw as much clover at the guy as you can. But it was nice. It was a nice moment for uh, Jennifer Aniston's character to, you know, believe in the magic. And which made me go, like, is it the true meaning of St. Patty's Day? Mm. That you have to believe that a four-leaf clover will be found? Like the tone kind of fell off there. Well, it's like it, it's not sure if it's a magical happy movie at that point. <laughs> it's like yeah. you just gotta believe. It's like the thing is murdering people. I'm well aware <laughs> that it's real. Also, I think you could movie. make that Disney version of this movie underneath or something. Like it's hidden in there somewhere. Oh yeah, underneath. When the police finally come, it's like the next day. Did you notice that? Well, yeah, he did keep on stopping them with his only trick which was he could do anyone's voice which i don't think is in leprechaun lore i don't know why it would be but yeah, yeah he kept on calling up and being like yep nope don't worry about it oh like, after he's dead it takes them forever to cut like it cuts to the wide of the police arriving and it's like daytime can you imagine though like how that goes the next day yeah they're like so you lit this well on fire like you're all bloodied up there's, <laughs> there's dead police everywhere like what's going on like well there's a leper like you would be arrested <laughs> you would be arrested trying to explain that they would they wouldn't understand but they'd be like you're all in on something and yeah ozzy wouldn't cover ozzy would say leprechaun like he would whatever okay. even if they came up with another <laughs> story ozzy's gonna be like gonna, no no it was a leprechaun a serial killer or something here like because no one would believe this obviously <laughs> ozzy immediately no, right. don't lie to the police. There was a leprechaun. Oh, this could be like, like kind of like mice and men. You just put, you just pin it all on Ozzy. Oh, and just be like, yeah, Ozzy did it, and he would. I mean, he would know better. He's stupid. Oh, no. Everyone talks oh, about no. it behind his back. Uh, I feel like you're just you're. It's getting two birds, one stone. There, getting rid of Ozzy might, might be the only way out of this. 
<laughs> Another loose end is they do never get that gold coin back from Ozzy. <laughs> or the kid, because the kid's too young to to serve as an adult, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So he sent him to juvie and just ruin his life. <laughs> yeah. He'll go through the trauma still. Because the, the corpse of the leprechaun, like, melted and shot souls into space or something, right? <laughs> Yes, yes, so it is. Is it, there a physical thing still there, or do they? Uh, I guess they, yeah, they they kind of screwed themselves over by just. And again, e- okay, even if there is a physical thing there, it's not a leprechaun corpse. It is just a small corpse of a child <laughs> or a small adult, right? <laughs> like, it's not like you look at the skeleton and go, of this, you know, inflamed. Oh, this- this corpse, go, oh, that's a leprechaun. Yeah, for sure. When is she shocked of how big that explosion was? It was pretty big. It was a, he put a lot of gasoline down there. Would it explode like that, or would it just catch on fire? I, I was watching this with a friend. We did both point out earlier that's like, hey, that's weird that this like is an old rustic house, but that looks like a brand new well. Like the wood on the well is fresh, and it seems like it's like more cheaply made than the rest of the set. And it's like almost as if they want to blow it up. Yeah, they were planning to blow it up the whole time. Yeah. So that well probably doesn't go anywhere. That that hole is probably like one foot deep. They just put a well around it so they could blow it up. So how do we tie this into the theme of your podcast? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is normally there is a wish in there somewhere. I'm sure we but could I, reach and do something. But I guess we could just talk about the wish. Like I guess he, you could say that he wished for gold. The leprechaun himself wished for gold and had to give up his soul for it. And I guess we could talk about how how good of a exchange rate he got there. Seems like not great. Because we're saying 50000 is about the value. Okay, but he gets to live forever. He did get immortality as a freebie side effect. Freebie side effect, you get to live forever. I don't know if it made him evil or if he was already evil. He might have just been able to do some good things with his life if he wanted. I, th- I think he was probably already evil because it seems like the type of thing a greedy person would ask for, right? Like sell your soul for gold seems like, oh, I'm greedy. I'm going to do that. Like it seems like it's the trap for evil people to get them into that role. Mm-hmm. Less than uh, this suddenly makes you evil. It's more like, well, now you were evil enough. Now you lost your soul. I love how we're putting so much more thought into this character than the writers probably did. We're just <laughs> trying to help. We're just trying. <laughs> That's the thing. There's also that. So you have to catch a leprechaun and he has to tell you where his gold is, right? So the guy at the, the beginning did that. So somehow he caught this psychopath who can <laughs> transport and has super strength. And is immortal. He caught him. He was like, now tell me where your gold is. And he forced him to do it. Yeah, but it seems like it's not for keeps. Like Clearly not. <laughs> I guess he just didn't know that. But how would you know he exists in the first? I don't know. Yeah, he said that was the rule. That's the rule. You have to give me your... But I guess you, you get murdered if you do. I don't know. Yeah, he's breaking his own rules. rules. Let's, okay, let's play this then. This is the, the hypothetical I'll throw at you guys and have you guys. How much value would you have to get from if you you caught a leprechaun we're saying that part is done you've caught in a leprechaun uh you've made him tell you where his gold is how much would that gold have to be worth for it to be worth being hunted by a leprechaun for the rest of your life and he's similar to this leprechaun where like until he gets some of the gold from you he doesn't have that much magic but he will hunt you he will try to bite you he will jump out of trees and under trucks how much value would you need that gold to be worth for you to be willing to be hunted by a leprechaun i'd say a hundred million Hundred million. Yeah, I'm in that boat of like it needs to be almost limitless because I have to be limitless in my abilities of defense. Like I got to be able to travel all the time. I got to have security. 
I, but like, but also I can't be working. I can't like, I don't know. I and don't know. If it's, yeah. You're even always all that. Like the, the price of a house in Toronto. <laughs> I mean, okay. Let's, let's reevaluate the security potential that you need to defend against. All right. Cause you're saying like, I need to hire security. A hundred million is a lot. You can have security for the rest of your life with that. And this leprechaun took a whole movie to take out, you know, one young child, one mentally deficient man child, a guy who's kind of, he's he was a little bit jacked, but not like crazy jacked painter, and a very young Jennifer Aniston. And he struggled a lot just to take out them. He didn't get one of them. He got spoiler alert. Yeah, he got he didn't get any of them. No. Yeah, he didn't get them. He killed police they officers. Got him. No problem. So if anything, I need to hire that for <laughs> to defend me and not security officers because police can't do shit. It's interesting because he played so many games with them, but everyone else, he was just like, oh, well, I'll just kill you. <laughs> well, the one like, cop, with them, he's like, he I'm hiding hide in the cupboard. Now yeah, he, chased, he chased the cop out into the woods. And he did yeah. hide and seek, like a full yeah. hide and seek game. And yeah. then when he did land on his shoulders, I was like, what's he going to do? He's going to claw his face. He's like, he just snapped his neck. Like, oh, <laughs> It's a little unimaginative, right? Like, yeah, because yeah. he started trying to rip his face off. Yeah. And then he finished just, just a little quick sna- neck snap. Neck snap. I feel like that was like a, a choice of the on the day of shooting. Like, what are you going to do now? It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, just break his neck or something. <laughs> yeah, they, I think they had something else planned, but the makeup didn't pan out. Yeah, something like that. They had another plan, you think? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, for me, like, I don't think it is worth the money if you're going to spend the rest of your life looking over your shoulder but then again being able to travel all the time would be lovely like can he will he can how far can he transport it seems like he can't unless he has some of his gold right well he came back from ireland pretty quick i mean but maybe he just stowed away he's a he's a a sneaky little guy hides in crates he was in the suitcase wasn't he yeah yes he was in the suitcase i feel like he must have transported in there because like i feel like there's no way that guy would like oh okay now i'm leaving and had had a full leprechaun in his suitcase and yeah that's true i could imagine the leprechaun sneaking in through like the luggage bay at the airport and throwing all the clothes out and then jumping in the suitcase though but maybe Mm. it's a being close to the gold if you're physically close to the gold you can transport to where it is and if that's the case then there's nothing that's worth it because i'm assuming i have that with me at all times i like that his big trick of sneaking it over there was hiding it in an urn like that's like <laughs> oh security is never gonna know there's a bunch of gold in here yeah i don't know why security would stop him either like it's the leprechaun that he's hiding from security found a bag full of gold they'd just be like okay but you have to declare over a certain amount right so Oh, I guess maybe that's it. He just didn't want to pay tariffs on his (laughs) leprechaun gold. But also, okay, and now if we are saying 100 million is like our, is our amount. That's my number. Yeah, but but like I'm just saying, I'm debating it only in the sense that, so we obviously don't have that in gold coins. It's going to be online, digital, and in properties and stuff like that, right? And iTunes gift cards. <laughs> and all iTunes. So the leprechaun would be like, give me my gold back. You're like, well, it's in like a thousand different places that you can't really. I feel like the leprechaun is not going to enjoy it as much. If it's not. Uh, yeah, if you, gold. if you fence, if, if he did give you the value in gold and then you fenced it fast enough, then you have no threat. Like if you can spend all the gold, then he's not chasing you anymore. He's chasing everyone you sold it to. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of a weird thing because like uh, if he kills you and he doesn't know where your gold is, he's never gonna find it. Yeah, 
So if you just keep good track, if you keep it all in your head and just tell him, like, every time he comes to kill you, you're like, well, I'll tell you where one more piece is. I you invested go get it. it in Apple. Yeah. Apple and, then, <laughs> and then he goes and he kills Tim Cook or whatever, and he gets his coin, and he comes back, and you're like, oh, well, the next – you just keep on sending him on scavenger hunts while you spend all the money that you've made from selling the coins already. And you just keep him busy every time you send him away. And then you eventually, yeah, you build up your own personal army. And I think you can find the way to kill the leprechaun eventually because he can die. It's just hard. Well, you already know you need a four, four leaf clover. Yeah. So you just hire hire a bunch of people to do that. <laughs> or you just surround because because even if it was just because when it was sitting on top of the crate, he couldn't get out of the crate. Like his powers yeah. were erased, right? He can still move around though. It's not quite kryptonite, right? Because there's at least a couple times where someone has a clover and he like runs past them or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would need enough money to commission a scientist to augment the genes of clovers <laughs> so that you can grow unlimited amount of four leaf clovers. You could have a moat of four leaf clovers around your estate. Or you could like yeah. churn it inside like the cement that builds your estate so your entire house feels like a four leaf yeah. clover ability. I think one to one to ten mil. I definitely think I could get all this stuff, and especially if I can sell those coins and get them out in the world, I can pull this off. I can, I can deal with that threat. One to ten. Yeah, I could probably. You know what? I think I, I would do it for again. If it's if it's this leprechaun here, if we're talking about these threats, and especially if I already know the weakness of the four leaf clover, I can do it for a mil. Because I again, your life change though. You're talking about. Yeah, you'd have to but dedicate like, several years of your life to this. Yeah, but. Then I'll be real rich. <laughs> One million? <laughs> One million. And again, remember, I'm saying that's in coins, and I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to fence the coin. He's after the coins, not after the value. So I can fence the coins, and then it's just it's just value, and he's chasing other people. And we all know that the coins are worth $500 each, just from the gold. Correct? Right. That's what the guys okay. say. So I think I have to do some real quick calculator math on how much gold I'm going to have to carry home. But he, but he said because of historical value, yeah. it could be priced. But I feel like right? if it's only 100 coins in the bag, they now have to be worth more or the opposite or there's more coins. So well, 2,000 coins would be a million dollars. So you keep one and send out 1,999 to different places and different investments. Why would I even have to keep the one Like once I sell them all? It's I'm just true. saying, I get it. Conversation as crazy. long as I can fence it, I'm good. I feel like if we were in the writer's room of The Leprechaun, they would quit cancel the movie. <laughs> they're like, this is just stupid. It's like, well, what you we guys ruined it? all the fun. You ruined it. <laughs> Honestly, we're talking more about this movie than I ever, more thought than I ever put into it. It's <laughs> like, oh, this is just a stupid movie. Another thing that I thought should have come up in the movie at some point were snakes. But maybe that's just the St. Patrick's theme. I felt like that should have been in there somewhere. I love uh, my favorite prank of his is when he's he's in the cabinets. He's like, oh, should have tried door number two, my lad. <laughs> and then he's like, they try all the cabinets. And then he he's in the drawer. And he pulls right. out of the drawer. And then he grabs his dick. <laughs> and it doesn't seem to like, he just grabs it hard and then like, like, let's go. Little, and it, there's an insert. There's an insert close-up of it. It's just like a little pinch on the dick. <laughs> and he's like, he just, ah! <laughs> it just disappears. It's like a little bit of sexual harassment. Just a little Just bit. a wee little sexual harassment. 
I wonder, I wonder, I honestly do wonder if they were like, oh, Warwick Davis, like he's probably the most prominent little person actor around because of Willow. They're like, so, like, let's get him. Like, can you do an Irish accent? And he's like, oh, yeah, not one bit. Like, not <laughs> zero. I they, think he was like, honestly trying. I agree. I think it was like, I think they were like, but you're English. Like, like you already, like, just, just. <laughs> Just try a little. It's like it was literally just. Oh, me thinks this. That's even more. That's more Irish than he was. It was just literally the word me and lads and lassie. If you say I'm a leprechaun enough times, they'll believe it. <laughs> if you just say it, then it comes true. I believe in the leprechaun. Uh, so yeah, do you guys? What would you say on the scale of like uh, B movie? How how good of a one is this? Is this worth watching again? Would you recommend it to our audience? I mean, for me, yeah. I like. I'm a big fan of this movie, and like, I mean, there's people talk about Trolls Two a lot, and all these other movies. I I don't think they're that good as much as uh, as Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I mean, the legacy speaks for itself. You got like Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun in Space, and all that stuff is so insane. Uh, obviously, there's a re- there's a value here. Like, of uh, but do I need to see it again? No. <laughs> I would say, like, objectively, I can't call this a good movie, but this is the most fun I've had so far in this movie watch series that I've been doing. Oh, it's a terrible movie. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's so much fun. It makes you laugh. You have a good time with it. So I would recommend it to the audience. Set yourself up properly for the expectations that it will not be a good movie in, like, the artistic sense. But set yourself up for a very fun ride, and you can really enjoy this. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me, guys. And I'll be back with the audience with another movie soon. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Tell us your thoughts. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com, join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or buying a t-shirt on TeePublic. All this information at breakawish.ca. For more Craig Scorgi or Taylor Davis, you can check out the Wow Comedy Collective at facebook.com slash the Wow Comedy or the Wow Comedy on Instagram. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Nollingford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. So, what would you wish for? has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hi everyone, my name is Rolly Bush, one of the hosts of Sonar's new podcast, My Gorgeous Son! I started this podcast because my son went down to Hollywood and flamed out hard, and we try to help him get on track. My career didn't flame out. I just came home. That's all. Joining us every episode, of course, is our podcasting intern, fresh from the Ryerson Podcasting School, Everardo. How's it going? So join us by Google. Yeah, Google. Just Google my gorgeous son. It's not hard to find. And, or Sonar. Just type in Sonar. You know what? You're probably listening to a podcast already, so you kind of know how it works. Yeah. Just find us yeah, as we're well. On the we're Sonar called Network. My Gorgeous Son. So check us out. It's a fun show. Uh, you'll love it. Thank you.
Hi, I'm Erin Pym, the host and producer of the Bedpost Podcast. My show is a sex and sexuality podcast that features a new guest every week, from sex workers to sex educators to everyday people whose experiences with sex and sexuality can be just as enlightening, shocking, and hilarious. Find the Bedpost Podcast on iTunes and follow our social media starting with bedpost.ca. I'll be waiting.